and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up a new Morning Mercies, and without further ado, Tori's going to take it from here. Why are you smiling at me like that? I can't help but rock in this rock. <laughs> it's so nice. Babe, it's distracting. Listen, all, okay, it probably is distracting, and I do apologize for that, but let me just ask you all this. If you're, you know, where you want to leave a rating on the podcast or leave a comment on the YouTube channel. Do you guys like rocking chairs? Because maybe I'm getting <laughs> old, but this is nice. Yeah. I love the rocking chair in Micah's room. Can't lie. Anyways, Anyways this is the calm okay. before the storm because this devotional is intense. Yeah, it is. So let's just jump on into it, you guys. It says this. The person next to you doesn't need the gospel more than you. He just needs it differently than you do. All people sin and fall short. The indictment of Romans 3 puts us all in the same boat. What then? Are we Jews any better off? No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin, as it is written. None is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asp is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. And their paths are ruin and misery. And the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. That was Romans 3, 9-18. through 18. Yes, we are all sinners. We are all in the same desperate condition. None of us is better off than any other. None of us is more righteous. None of us is more deserving. None of us has anything to point to that would commend us to God. We all need to be rescued from the dark rebellion of our own hearts. There is only one hope for us all. The amazing, forgiving, rescuing, transforming, and delivering grace of Jesus the problem is that we often don't see it that way. Part of the blindness of sin is our tendency to be more irritated by and more concerned about the sin of the people next to us than our own. Because we are blind to our own sin and our eyes are open to theirs, we tend to see our neighbors as bigger sinners than we are. And when you fall into comparing yourself to another person, you conclude that you are more righteous than he is. You begin to minimize your own need for grace. In this way, false spiritual comparisons put you in spiritual danger. They make you think that you're better off than you are and weaken your resolve to seek and celebrate redeeming grace. We must cry out for grace to deliver us from this tendency. Yes, we all stand before God deserving of his anger. How grateful we ought to be that Christ bore our penalty so that we could bask in God's grace. Yeah, it's kind of funny that this intense devotional is kind of it's kind of timely for the holidays because yeah. so many people come from you know pseudo broken families where maybe there's family that they're not excited to see or maybe there's dynamics they don't love and they're you know it it can just it can honestly trigger a lot of people. Um, it can kind of set us off, and I think what can be really hard is that whenever we feel offended or slighted or hurt by someone else, our tendency is naturally to want to hurt back, like hurt people, hurt people. Like I think we all know that quote. And so I think that 
with what Paul David Tripp was mentioning this devotional is that whenever you're not focused on the the realness of your own sinful nature and you're only focused on other people's sins, you'll count yourself more righteous than you actually are, which will lead you to a place of needing less of God's grace. Yeah. Or which thinking is, you do. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is a not a good direction you want to be moving in. Mm-hmm. And so I think what could be really good for so many of us as we move into this holiday season and we're spending more time with people where those things can kind of get riled up or whatever happens. But we try to start looking at people for the work in progress that they are. And we try to receive them with humility as we hope people receive us with humility. I'm so thankful how gentle people were with me as I was giving my life to Christ, because I had a lot of rough edges. I did not know David from Moses, from Abraham. I didn't know anything. I was still living in sin, and here I am professing Jesus, and people were so understanding of where I was and the fact that God is like beginning his sanctifying process within me. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so fun that how the more that we recognize our own sinful nature, the more we're willing to be forgiving um, of other people's, but yeah. also at the same time, the more close we're going to feel to God because we truly receive his grace because we understand our need for it. Yeah. And we're going to be walking in the spirit and we're going to be overflowing with joy and happiness, especially in a season when people can always not really like the family dynamics, like I mentioned earlier. So yeah. I just think this is a great reminder to not think less of yourself, but to remind yourself that we are in need of his grace. That's why Jesus had to come down. And because of that, okay, I'm going to receive that and I'm going to walk and I'm going to be a light where I walk. I'm not going to be looking at people for all the mistakes that they may or may not make. Instead, I'm going to be encouraging and try to overflow joy onto them. Yeah. And truly be a light in those atmospheres. It's like you never really truly know what's going on internally with anybody. Only Jesus does. And I think that in those atmospheres where dynamics are interesting, right? It's like we have the opportunity to bring the spirit in. And it's like when you think about the way Jesus sees these people, when you think about the way Jesus loves these people, when you think about the way Jesus is calling them home and the fact that you get to be his hands and feet here on earth, you get to love them the way he would. You get to see them. You get to hear them. them. You get to embrace them. Like you get to do this with Jesus. Like you get to shift the atmosphere. You get to bring joy into the room. You get to bring peace into an atmosphere that might not normally feel peaceful. And guess what? They might even be like, man, things feel different this year. I wonder why. And it's like, because of the spirit of God and you never know the conversations that might happen, the seeds that might be planted, maybe seeds were planted and you're just watering the seeds Mm -hmm. and keep in mind, you never, you might never see the fruition of the seed or the watering. Like you might never see the fruit, but that doesn't mean that something isn't happening internally. And so being able to walk into an environment and saying, Jesus, give me your eyes here and help me be your hands and feet. Cause we cannot do it in our own strength. We can only do it through the power of the Holy spirit. And so making sure that you're walking into these environments equipped, ready and expectant to see God move. Yeah. I just think about how loving God is, but was with me in that time. Mm-hmm. And now I think about that, that I get the chance 
to reflect that same patience, that yeah. same kindness, that same First Corinthians uh, yeah. description of love to other people via Christ, it just makes me feel really proud. And honestly, if you're listening to this, if you are, it should make you feel proud that God chose you to be a conduit of his light. Yeah. And let's take that seriously and be excited about the fact that we don't we don't have to be subject to our emotions and to trying to defend ourselves against people, but instead mm-hmm. God will defend us and we get to operate from overflow to really just like love people. And mm-hmm. I think that's like a just a wonderful blessing that we get to return the same love that we receive from Christ. Yeah, that's so good. Want to praise and out? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this perspective today. Father, we thank you for your generous grace and love. Father, the grace that we could never earn and we don't deserve, and yet you lavish on us every single day. Father, I pray that you would help us be a conduit of this same love, same grace, and same light that you've shared with us, Father. I just pray your covering, your protection over each and every listener, Father. We don't know the atmospheres uh, that they might be walking into, but we just pray. We pray specifically for the ones who are feeling worried or anxious about the season coming up, that you would just cover them in your overwhelming peace and that they would walk with expectant joy and hope. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Adios. Adios.